can hear all the super busy sounds of South Central. We're passing by Granny's Kitchen and they sell soul food and they've been here for a while as well. Something I, I love about South Central specifically is that you'll see a lot of old signs from like the 40s to the 60s that are still up. They've left it up as a relic of sorts. Yeah, but you'll also see a lot of the new stuff, particularly mm. between like 41st and Vernon. So many street vendors. All right, passing by this little tianguis. Those people selling their stuff. These were my stomping grounds growing up, you know? It was my own little 15-minute city. Welcome to About the Journey. I'm your host, Onika Raymond, a travel journalist and member of Marriott Bonvoy. This season, I'm uncovering the lesser-known sides of six iconic cities. In my years of travel, I've found there is no better way to see a city than through its neighborhoods and the people who call them home. So I'll be meeting up with in-the-know locals to show me what makes their homes one of a kind, from the sights, sounds, and flavors, to the hidden gems, and so much more. This week, we're in Los Angeles' historic South Central, embracing the past and present on two wheels. It's a loving community here in South Central, full of people that grow together, argue together, <laughs> and uh, live together. The resilient neighborhood, it's the cultural heart of L.A. jazz, hip-hop, and corridos. You have to take closer looks. You really have to walk around, bike around, to really feel what South Central is. Ask pretty much anyone, and they'll tell you that Los Angeles is a driving city. It's famous for its freeways, its convertibles, and its traffic. So when I stumbled on a South Central LA local on TikTok who was lovingly showcasing her neighborhood by bicycle, well, I had to reach out and learn more. My name is Michelle Moro from South Central LA. Whenever I have free time, that is when I'm creating my content and riding my bicycle throughout my neighborhood, you know, showing the world what my neighborhood is like. Today, Michelle is going to give us a taste of dynamic South Central by bicycle. We're about to cross 46th Street, which is where I grew up. All right, so this is where you start seeing the historic South Central part. After the tour, I'll call up Michelle for a conversation about how visitors can slow down to get to know her neighborhood. I always recommend for folks to take the Central Avenue corridor, ranging from like Washington Boulevard all the way down to Slauson. There is actually historical walking guides that you can see throughout that street. And you'll see how the community is thriving now and how it's changed from then to now. Michelle has been documenting her hometown for years through photography projects and short films. She's passionate about both sharing the history of South Central as well as uplifting the small businesses that make it what it is today. But it was a whim that helped bring more awareness to her work. One day I was just like, I'm just going to record this, you know, and post it on TikTok and see if people like it, you know. Michelle was surprised to find that her bike rides around the area struck a chord. But I truly get the appeal. Michelle is an insider sharing everything she loves about South Central. At the same time, she's also exploring her hometown with the curiosity of a traveler, highlighting locally run coffee shops and sharing updates on new bike and walking paths. Something I always mention in my videos is, you know, the need for coffee shops. We want to support local businesses. And this is Cafe Cayo right over here. Local LA folks own it. 
and the community loves it. Another place I usually go to is Rooted Cafe, which is not really a cafe. They're actually a vendor that sells coffee out of their home, but they have a full-on coffee bar, and they pull really good shots. <laughs> They're really good. In Michelle's videos, you see her riding down side streets that have a mix of ranches and stuccoed, bungalow-style homes. In contrast, the main thoroughfares are lined with sky-high palm trees, small storefronts, hamburger stands, and auto body shops, many of which are marked by carefully hand-painted signs. Like, some of them are pretty, like, kitschy. They're kind of cute. I I love them. (laughs) One of my favorite things, the hand-painted signs. In 2003, the city of Los Angeles designated 28 neighborhoods as the region South LA. But many locals still refer to the area south of downtown as South Central, including Michelle. My family has really deep roots here. Where I grew up, right at the corner of that house, my cousin used to have a barber shop. So we were really just deeply rooted in the community, you know, and we're still here. Michelle's parents moved to South Central from Mexico City in the late 80s. On her social media, Michelle shared old camcorder footage that her father took while driving the same streets she cycles today. The video depicts palm trees, wide streets, and families gathering. It looks eerily similar to the present day, save the vintage cars and dated fashion. It's a neighborhood that's been home to a lot of communities over the years, which is reflected in its diversity. South Central was predominantly a black neighborhood. Eventually started getting a lot of folks moving from Mexico. So you would see a lot of the taco stands pop up, you know, before it became a full LA thing. But nowadays you are starting to see a lot of Central American businesses. So now, aside from just being able to walk down the corner to get tacos, you can walk down to the corner to get pupusas. So it's definitely a mix of folks from Black folks to Latinos. And historically, too, there was a large Japanese population, so you'll still see some of those folks around as well. Like her father, Michelle is driven to capture mementos cotidianos, or the everyday moments of South Central, which is what we'll get a window into today. All right, adjusting my helmet. It's on and tight. Michelle is joined by a local audio producer named Monica to help capture the sounds of Central Avenue. Let's do a wind test. A wind test. Go down the block? All right. As she clicks together her bike, Michelle paints a picture of her everyday rider. Uh, my bike is actually a folding bike. It's something that I got inspired by in Japan when I visited the first time in 2019. I painted it blue with glitter on it. I actually added two decals, one on each side, and it says callejera, which in Spanish means like a person who's always out and about and never home. So it looks super cute, (laughs) super glittery. Michelle gets on her glittery blue bike and starts her journey. She heads up historic South Central Avenue, one of the longest streets in Los Angeles. She's starting farther south on the avenue, at the point where it intersects with East Slauson. Right away, she spots a little red and yellow burger stand she has to give a nod to. On our way to Dunbar, we're passing by the snack shack. This is a really important burger joint here in South Central. They've been here since 1941, serving burgers and fries. Right now it's closed, but usually it's pretty busy with folks lining up for burgers. Anyway, we're going to keep going to get to Dunbar. 
Michelle makes her way up the busy avenue towards the Dunbar, where South Central's historic jazz corridor is commemorated. She passes fruit vendors and shops, weaving from the street to the sidewalk. Here you'll find like thrifted clothes, toys, food. There's the lady selling chopped fruit and aguas frescas. The street numbers tick down as Michelle rides north, past Granny's Kitchen at 55th, which serves soul food, and past 46th, where she grew up. Then she hits Vernon Avenue and Central Avenue, thereby officially entering historic South Central. All right, and since I'm on the right side, I landed here by Jazz Park, which is a very special place to me. You'll see little ceramic tiles with art that relates to jazz. Jazz Park is at South Central Avenue and 42nd Place, and just across the way is the former home of the Dunbar Hotel, which was once the soul of the Black community's flourishing jazz corridor in the 1920s through the 40s. Michelle stands out front and takes it all in. The Dunbar Hotel on 43rd and Central is where a lot of jazz artists like Billie Holiday, Duke Ellington, Lester Young, they would stay here when visiting L.A. That's because this was one of the only places specifically black artists were allowed to, to stay when they were performing here. Right next to Dunbar, it used to be Club Alabam, which also had a lot of famous musicians, Ella Fitzgerald, so many, so many different folks. In 1974, the Dunbar was designated as a historic cultural landmark by the city of Los Angeles. Today, it's no longer a hotel, but an apartment building for elderly community members. In recognition of the Dunbar's significance to the neighborhood, its historic brick facade, lobby, and grand entryway have been preserved. On the ground floor is Delicious at the Dunbar, a restaurant serving a mix of soul food, like smothered chicken and cornbread, as well as Mexican specialties, like tacos and quesadillas. And usually their portions are pretty big, so, you know, come here with a hungry stomach. Delicious is bustling, which is typical for its jazz brunch on Sundays. Michelle sits down to share some cobbler and coffee with our producer, Monica. Tell me about this peach cobbler. So, you know, it got brought out to us in a small little white cup. Very juicy, full of caramelized sugar and pieces of bread, so delicious. All right, and now you can hear the band getting ready for jazz. After taking in some of the music, Michelle heads off to the next stop on the tour. So right now we're on our way to 40th Place and Central Avenue which is where my brother painted a mural and he dedicated it to the community. And it's located at the Montoso, El Montoso Market. Michelle's brother is an artist who goes by the name Brushwork. He was invited by the Mini Mart to create a mural that wraps around the building. Its hues are predominantly green and yellow, and it's full of imagery that evokes both the past and present of South Central. And you'll see images of Elote palm trees. You also notice that there's a, a image of a farm worker carrying like a costal in the back and he's carrying a lot of tomatoes and it has a house on it. It stands for like nurturing the neighborhood, making it flourish. You'll see children, you'll see basketball, soccer balls, again the fusion of cultures 
I like how, how I didn't really notice downtown yeah. the buildings until yeah. the very end. Yeah. Like that's the wallpaper, yeah. not the people. Not the people, uh, yeah, exactly. Monica's observation is apt. It's the people who make the neighborhood what it is today. And cycling, well, it's allowed Michelle to slow down and build a deeper connection with her community. When you're cycling, you can sort of cruise and look to the sides, interact with the folks around you. The way it's changed my relationship with the neighborhood is that I'm no longer in this like little constrained box. I'm out in the open listening to the sounds, whether it's someone listening to the radio, a vendor yelling out, or someone else who's riding a bike. You know, I, I usually get to interact with those folks. And the little kid just waved at me. <laughs> I wave back. Even as she makes her way down South Central Avenue on her two feet, Michelle is bumping into folks left and right. Hola, ¿cómo estás? Oh my God, I'm in it. Hola. Michelle decides to swing by the Green Alley Network where organizations are making side streets more walkable. They're commissioning local artists to create murals that speak to the community there. In the next one, we're going to make a left. There's an alleyway that has a lot of new murals. And um, I think they may still be painting right now. Michelle wanders over and quickly runs into another one of her friends. Hey, I'm doing well. How are you doing? Oh, my God. Good to see you, too. This is Will Flores. He runs South Central Arts. He's the one in charge of all of this cool stuff happening here. South Central Arts is a grassroots network. It elevates the work of artists, entrepreneurs, and cultural producers in the region. Will Flores Diaz launched the organization in 2017. We uh, utilize all the different art mediums to help empower, you know, all of the local artists that historically were not given the opportunity. Art heals. Art helps us communicate. So being part of something that helps create opportunities such as this for my community that I was raised up in is very empowering. Eleven community-inspired murals are being installed here to celebrate the culture of historic South Central. Artist Jose Cruz is here too, painting a mural called 41st and Central. He also grew up in the neighborhood and sees the project as a tribute to his home. I think it's one of those things that you won't really see if you're traveling in a car, but... If you happen to stray off the beaten path, then you're going to find some really beautiful art. It's notable that not only are the murals created by locals, they're also informed by the people who live here. These are reflecting surveys that the community took, um, what they wanted to see in their own space, right? The artist interprets those responses and creates their own piece. It's been a beautiful experience. There's a whole lot more to see in South Central, but tagging along with Michelle on her bike, we truly get a sense of the community to be found when we slow down to discover it. Michelle and I sit down to talk about how visitors can respectfully experience the neighborhood. I love that you've been able to use your platform to not only connect people online, but also educate them about a community that you love and you are passionate about. Thank you. And I also think that, you know, through cycling, walking, you get to find out about a lot of businesses because you get to see some of the like little hidden gems that you may find, you know. I love that. It's funny because just as you love to cycle, I love to run. 
And I think that running is such a great way to get to know, uh, especially a new city, for the exact same reasons as cycling, because you're more conscious of everything that's happening in the street, on the sidewalk. So one of your epic bike rides through the neighborhood is actually inspired by a previous, it's called Cyclavia. Oh yeah, Cyclavia. Cyclavia ride along South Central Avenue. So what is it exactly? Cyclavia is a nonprofit organization. They work on, you know, making cycling accessible to folks. They host these events every other month where they close down big avenues and they free it up for folks to walk, roller skate, bike, run. And they also usually promote the small businesses that run along those streets. That's awesome. Why do you think organizations like this are important? I think that the work that they do is extremely important because by closing down these streets and allowing folks to come in, they can see what the possibilities are and how freeing it is. If we had a friend, right, who was visiting South Central for the first time, where would you want them to visit? One of the places I always take folks would be Alameda Swap Meet, just Mm. because it's such a cool place. It feels like you're in Mexico. Like, that was a place that we would go to feel like we're back home, you know? Nice. And you find everything there. They have live music on weekends. They have food. So that's my top choice. There are so many landmarks here. Thomas Jefferson High School, a high school that had a lot of students who ended up becoming very famous musicians, dancers, athletes, like the Slauson Supermall where people get their jewelry and fashion. Because even going past historic Central (laughs) Avenue, you'll see so many cool things. And I would also just advise folks to, you know, come support local businesses. And when you are at some of these places, you know, make sure to interact with folks. Make sure to, you know, ask how folks are doing or ask about the space if you're curious about some of the history, you know. It's amazing what those little interactions can do. And so I love this idea of being out there on the bike, out in the open air, and you're able to actually go out and engage with real live human beings because that's what travel is all about. Exactly. So, Michelle, it's been so amazing talking to you. You've provided us with so many amazing insights about South Central LA. So as a final takeaway, what do you want our listeners to know about South Central LA? Yeah, I think the main thing I want folks to know is that South Central is is a beautiful, thriving melting pot of people just coming together to try and make this place their home and, you know, their community. And yeah, we have a lot of amazing food, a lot of amazing music come through. You'll see that for yourself. (laughs) Thank you so much, not only for all the information that you provided, but also for your enthusiasm. (laughs) I can tell that you love where you are at. And that is such a beautiful thing. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And I do love my hometown. I'm a firm believer that there is always something new to see and discover and experience no matter where you are. So I love Michelle's ethos that even though South Central is her hometown, she's still really interested in discovering new things. And as we've seen, she's really able to connect on a deeper level with her community. 
I think that if travelers were to adopt this mindset, regardless of whether they're at home or whether they're abroad or in a new city, we open ourselves up to so many more possibilities. That's all for this episode of About the Journey. Thank you to our South Central guide, Michelle Morrow. Next week, we're headed to Miami to experience this Latin music scene. Miami is melting pot fusion of diversity, and so you feel musically that transmits in a set. It's important to create, I think, bridges of connection. Mm. I think that's what brings people together in a way that like, the music speaks for itself. About the Journey is produced by Marriott Bonvoy Traveler, Atwill Media, and me, Onika Raymond. Our Marriott producers are Robin Benefield and Valerie Connors. Our at-will media producers are Kate Walsh, Christy Westgard, Gail Straub, and Elliot Davis. Mixing and original theme music by Andrew Holtzberger. Additional mixing by Greg Devins II. Learn more about Michelle Morrow and find her on TikTok at M-I-C-H-E number one A-D-A. Find out more about South Central Arts at southcentralarts.com. You can learn more about visiting South Central and how to travel more meaningfully from Marriott Bonvoy Traveler at traveler.marriott.com. Stay, explore, and discover the unexpected with Marriott Bonvoy's 30-plus hotel brands with over 8,000 hotels in cities around the world. And if you like this episode of About the Journey, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Onika Raymond. See you next time. I'm Lale Arakoglu, host of Women Who Travel. Women Who Travel is a transported podcast for anyone curious about the world. We talk to adventurers and athletes. I've raced the God's Own Adventure Race, which is on the South Island and goes through the mountains down in the Southern Alps on New Zealand. That was eight days spent out in the wilderness. And chefs. Iranian food is home, it's family, it's love. And we share dispatches from our listeners. Ireland is full of these, I will call them ghosts of the past. From stampeding elephants to training sled dogs. We hear it all. The dogs will curl right up with you. And it can be kind of cozy waiting things out. New episodes of Women Who Travel publish every Thursday. Join us wherever you listen.